but she went through every verse mm. and said how it had impacted that specific month in her life. And she was like, and this was the month that I found out that my dad had cancer. And this is the month that this happened. And I mean, like some really hard things that she went through. And it was like, I mean, to me, that was just such a confirmation of like, when we picked those verses, they, they're picked like a year in advance. Yeah. We have our, that is not our, that is not our handiwork figuring out how God is going to use those verses in your life. But when people respond and say, this verse was so perfect and this is why. And that to me is an af- it's just, it's just God saying like my word, it is powerful and it, and it does not return without bearing fruit in people's lives. And so it's just like, man, when I hear those stories and, and sometimes Vera and I will be like, what are we doing? We're so exhausted, you know, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, we need to go read the reviews. <laughs> Let's be real. You're going to dwell on something. Why not dwell on the word of God? That's the philosophy of our guests for today, Vera and Natalie, the co-founders of Dwell Differently, which as I look down at my left wrist right now, and I'm reminded of Matthew 5.14, which says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Uh, That is the NIV Matthew 5, 14, one of the most famous verses in all of scripture, and it's on my wrist in a creative and visually stunning form because Dwell Differently provides temporary tattoos and keychains and um, graphic posters and all sorts of different things, bracelets to help you remember, internalize, and dwell on the word of God. And it all started, as you're going to hear, because Vera was an Olympic level pole vaulter. And I'll let you uh, find out later why that has anything to do with it. And so I'm excited to have them on. It was an extremely fun podcast. Um, It's always difficult when you have two different guests. Uh, We've only done it one time before with Mark and Luke Glanville. Um, And both times, I'm, I'm always surprised at how much fun it is to have three people on the conversation. And so I think you're going to have a ton of fun actually. And you're going to be reminded of just how good the word of God is and how exciting it is to dig in and make it a part of the fabric of your life. And in fact, if you're not too familiar with ATAP, let me tell you about, um, the other show that we do, it's in the same feed, but it's called Basecamp. And we have been going around and the way we say it is that we go into the dark, the darkest places where the name of Jesus isn't known, isn't believed. And we learn about people for the sake of being able to tell them the gospel. And then we want to teach other Christians to do it too. And um, we have been involved in some pretty tough stuff in regards to that. Um, this week, actually, if you're listening to this episode as it drops, um, we're dropping the episode on Wicca and the occult and new age and some of the experiences that we've had recently. And I so loved this week being able to wear this temporary tattoo. I can't tell you how encouraging it is to look down and see, um, the particular one I'm looking at right now is an old one that dwell, uh, was so kind to send me. Um, but just look down at this little drawing and see the letters that represent the first word, the first letter of, of every word in the verse. And, and just be reminded that, that 
the church is a city on a hill and we are to be different. And it's almost like, you know, just a little piece of heaven dropped down. And, and that is what we were doing when we walked into all these places where, where Jesus isn't worshiped. And in fact, Christians oftentimes are ridiculed or hated or antagonized. Um, but because I was dwelling on the word of God, it, it not only made it easier, but it kept the finish line in sight. It kept the end of the story in my mind. And so I just want to invite you and challenge you not just to listen to this episode and enjoy it, but picture what your life would be like if, if every day you dwelled on the word of God and the goodness of God and the love that he has for you so much that he sent his one son and he wrote it all down for us. Um, and, uh, and man, I really cherish that. And I so enjoyed talking to Vera and Natalie and, and the love for the word of God that they have and their entire team. If you don't follow dwell differently on Instagram, please go do that. Um, not only is it awesome, just the content, but it's amazing to see how much they cherish the word of God, how much, uh, of an importance it is in their ministry in their business and in their individual lives. And so go check them out and go subscribe uh, to dwell differently. It's a subscription plan. Um, not only is it affordable, but it's worth it, man. It's worth it. And so uh, I'm not getting paid anything <laughs> for promoting it. I, I truly just believe in the product and I've seen it change. I've seen it change lives. Um, and so, so yeah, so this, this week, um, our Christian thinkers teaching you, reminding you what it's like to focus, to meditate on, to dwell on the, on the wonderful word of God is the co-founders of dwell differently. Let's do it. My next guests are the co-founders of Dwell Differently. They are leading the way in introducing Christians to the value of speaking and memorizing the word of God and making it part of your life, part of your mind, and part of your heart. We're all going to dwell on something each day, and they want it to be the word of God in his goodness. You'll see them doing it through visually striking graphics, temporary tattoos, keychains, posters, bracelets, and all sorts of things designed to help believers memorize scripture. Their packs show up at my house regularly because my wife is a subscriber. And so I have personally seen how truly amazing and dynamic this ministry is and the effect that it has on believers of all ages. Um, so it's my, it's my honor to have on the show today, Vera Schmitz and Natalie Abbott. Ladies, thank you so much for making time for this. This is great. Thanks Absolutely. For yeah. We're glad to be here. Um, so, so as I mentioned, and I told you guys pre-show, um, my wife is a subscriber. Um, and so, and I can remember seeing the, the dwell differently tattoos on social media, on uh, a, a few inf like Christian influencers who partner with you guys. And then I can remember seeing it on like my wife's hand and just at first being like, so what, what are we doing here? What is this? You know, to, to, the, to the uninitiated, it's visually striking. The graphics are incredible. Um, but then I was just like, that doesn't spell anything. Um, how often do you guys just find that you're having to just explain to people almost like using like, like, like I'm a child explaining 
what exactly it is these letters mean um, and, and, and the heart behind dwell differently? Because it's, it's an interesting model for the scripture memorization. Yeah, I mean, all the time. It's, um, it's actually a fun thing to do, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, a common thing that happens to our members and to myself all the time is I'll be at the grocery store and somebody be like, oh, what's, what's your tattoo mean? which is like something we could have never anticipated. Um, which, which I love because then it's like, well, let me tell you about my tattoo. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) so, you know, when you look at it and you say to the person, well, it's actually a Bible verse and Mm -hmm. it helps me to memorize the verse and it's the first letter of every word in the verse. And then you read it to them and they are following along. You can see their eyes track around the edge of the verse or whatever, or the design. And they're like, huh? And almost always it starts a new conversation with that person, either about the content of the verse or like, well, why do you have that? Or, um, or maybe I asked them about their tattoo, but it's just this super unique, organic opportunity to engage with a stranger or a friend. Um, and so, yeah, we're explaining what the letters mean all the yeah. time. Um, and even more fun for me is if, if we're like putting on a tattoo, putting a tattoo on somebody at like an event or something. And they're like, sure, I'll try it. And you put it on them. And as, as we put it on, we'll like explain it and, and read the verse to them. Like this verse, you're going to memorize this verse today. And then you pull off the paper and I'm like, go ahead and try it. And they've only heard it once. Mm-hmm. And they look at the letters and they are able to recite it back. And immediately you see this light bulb go off like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, like you said, we have we literally have two year olds all the way to 90 year olds who are using it and finding it helpful to really memorize God's word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so for, for listeners who aren't aware, and I should have started with this, the, the whole system for the memorization is based off of like the first letter of each word in that particular verse. Um, and I had never seen that before I came across dwell differently. Um, but I imagine maybe you guys came across that somewhere else. How did you guys come up with that idea? Was that something you originated or had you come across that elsewhere? I feel like I'm, I'm stealing the mic, but in this, we go (laughs) speaking by the way. Um, so actually I was, um, a college athlete. I did pole vault and track and field. And, um, after college kept training to try to make an Olympic team. And I would write like these huge swaths of scripture on my wrist, like the full word. And I'd have like a sleeve tattoo of like all this scripture on my wrist. And, um, my sister-in-law was like, Hey, uh, one of my, young life friends told me that you should just do the first letter of every word. Not only is it going to like not take up your whole arm, but you'll (laughs) recall it better. Instead of just reading the verse, you're recalling the verse. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, well that's brilliant. And so that's how I learned the system. Um, And I probably learned it. I don't know, somewhere between 2012 and 2016 when I was training. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't until after, um, the Olympics in 2016 Olympic trials. I didn't make the Olympic team, (laughs) Um, but it was after that, that uh, this idea of like, Oh my gosh, this is so smart. And there's gotta be a way to help more people memorize scripture. Yeah. And, and Natalie, like, so now it's amazing that in such a short amount of time dwell differently is not just printing temporary tattoos. As I mentioned, there's, there's, I, I literally just saw on your Instagram today, 
there's a bracelet, there's uh, keychains and, and all these things. Um, so what was it that kind of now, like, as you guys have a podcast and, and all sorts of various content and media, um, what's it been like now taking something that just started as simple as like, Hey, take these letters and put them on your wrist or your, you know, your forehand. Um, and now it's really almost becoming sort of like a culture changer. Like let this become part of, you know, your everyday with the bracelets you wear, with the social media you follow and, and everything like that. What's it been like to see this grow now? Oh man, it it's amazing. It It's beyond what we could have imagined in terms of, uh, just the impact that it has for you to memorize scripture. Like personally, I know that impact and Vera knew that impact. Um, but even like, I remember when she first said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, want to do this with me and mm. whatever. I was like one verse a month. I don't know. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not a lot. Um, but what's incredible to me, because I'm the person who does all of the writing and the content is how you can take one small verse and there is, we never cover all of the things. I always have all these ideas of stuff that I want to write about or talk about on the podcast. And we never get to all of it because mm -hmm. God's word is, is just a treasure. There's, you just, you mine a little bit and then you keep going deeper and deeper. And it's, you know, we haven't ever gotten to the place where we're like, well, we, we got that one done. You know, like every time we get to the end of a month, I'm like, dude, I could have, I wish we would have said this, you know? Um, so in that sense, yeah, there's just a richness there. Um, and we are constantly getting feedback from people about how just having whatever verse we're learning for the month is, is impacting them and changing, uh, the way that they see themselves, the way that they interact with other people, just it's, it really, God's word says that it won't return void and it doesn't, it comes back with this bountiful harvest of wonderful things in our lives. And it's just like, I just feel like Vera and I are just hanging on for the ride right now mm -hmm. and just watching all of the ways that God um, works through his word in people's lives. And so it's really, it's honestly so cool and so fun to yeah. see and, and hear from people. I, I had mentioned, I think to you guys um, bef before we pressed record about like, I've, I've actually, I've not worn one of your tattoos yet. I I'm sure I will at some point in my life, but uh, I, I, I use that model now. And like, I've gotten a ton of questions from I'm a pastor. And so people ask me all the time, like, what is this on your hand? And, um, I used it to, to try and memorize like a big chunk of scripture, like one verse at a time. And now mm -hmm. you just mentioned like one verse is not that much, but it was amazing. Um, I started with Matthew five and just trying to go through the beatitudes. And mm -hmm. the very first verse in Matthew five is seeing the crowds. He went up on top of the mountain and, and started to teach. And so you kind of put that on your hand and you're like, all right, I'm going to do this one real quick. Cause this one doesn't matter, but there's something <laughs> interesting, you know, it's like, I have to get to the beatitudes, but it was something, it was like, when it was on my hand for three or four days, mm. it all of a sudden it was like, because I sat in, in the name of the, the ministry, the businesses dwell differently. And because I started to dwell on this verse that I otherwise would have just passed over as a setup for what really mattered. I began to realize, I was like, man, like what drew Jesus to, to see the crowd and, and to mm. go sit down. And, and it was like, I started asking myself a bunch of questions I never would have Natalie, especially as you're formulating some of the, you know, the, 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 the verbiage behind of what you guys are doing, um, it, that name dwelled differently. Have you guys seen 
you know, now it's, it's amazing the number of people who subscribe to you guys and, and follow you guys on Instagram. Have you seen that time and time again, that people are saying, you know, I thought one verse wasn't where it wasn't a lot, but it became less about memorizing the verse so that I could recite it and more that it became, you know, like part of my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's an honor to see that over and over again. For sure. Yeah. That's it's everything. It's like, um, you know, we never want to be, uh, just checking things off. And, uh, you know, some of us have that inclination, myself included, where it's like, well, I just got to do the thing and I'm, right. I want to have this goal and I'm going to achieve it. Um, and so, uh, to really kind of pause and, um, uh, you know, limiting yourself and creating boundaries around things actually does a whole lot for doing more. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it just looks different than what you might expect. I mean, we could do, I mean, we get requests all the time. Is there any way I can do like three or four verses a month, maybe one a week or whatever? And we're like, no, like that's not the point. The point yeah. is that we really sit in this these words mm-hmm. and let them um change us and mm-hmm. impact us so that we can really walk out the scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say too. Um in Deuteronomy 11, it says, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Um, and that idea of really fixing them in there mm-hmm. um, and not just having them in your head, but allowing them to be in your heart as well. Um, there's something to that, that when you really are spending time, even like what you said, with just one verse where you're like, you know, it, it was the, it was like the flyover verse right. for the really important stuff. Like, no, it's all in there for a reason. And there's so much depth to it. Um, that when we're doing that, when we're not just fixing our, it in our mind, but that we're giving ourselves the time for our hearts to really consider what does this mean? And why is this important? And how does this speak to me? And what does this say about my situation? What does this say about who God is? Um, when we're doing that, when we're giving ourselves the space and the margin for that in our spiritual lives, like mm-hmm. there, it's just going to bear fruit in our lives in a yeah. way that we otherwise um, wouldn't have. I mean, like for sure, it's important to read your whole Bible. Like you can't just do one verse a, a month for the next, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you're, you're going to miss that big picture. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't say do this at the expense of reading your Bible for sure. Like you want to know your whole Bible, mm-hmm. but sometimes you just got to sit down under the tree in the middle of the forest and look at that one small leaf yeah. and, and wonder about it and how beautiful it is and all the little veins yeah. in it. And, uh, I think that's kind of what we're doing. We aren't a big picture ministry. We are the Twitter of, you know, yeah. Bible studies or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just one verse a month. Wow. That's all we do. That's good. That, who coined that? Because I'm sure that's said in meetings before. You didn't just come up with that. Because that's um, that's genius. That you guys are the Twitter of the Bible study world. Because twi- I mean, back of course not anymore. I think Twitter's far beyond the 140 character limit. That mm-hmm, right, right. Is that um, is that is that a tone? I mean, maybe sometimes even in amongst your team of just like you just said it like so many like we struggle with it at all things all people it's like hey we have to do everything right we Mm -hmm. have to we have to have an answer for this and we have to have podcasts for this and you guys are like we're gonna send one verse out a month (laughs) and and that's what we're (laughs) gonna do this month and now like we mentioned there's so many other things Mm -hmm. is it hard not to be like you know what we should do this month something completely different you know and change everything because i'm sure sometimes the temptation might be to um to grow it beyond 
the, the even the vision necessarily is that is that a struggle natalie like as you manage the content and everything no it, it used to be more than it is um i will say i hate writing instagram posts because you really do have to like really bring boil things down to their essence yeah. um so i love writing our devos because that gives me a lot more space to work with um but the verse itself uh although i originally thought it was going to be difficult to focus on one verse a month it actually always there's always so much more like i said before that it doesn't that's not difficult although i will say we have a goal of having a bible study at some point of where you would memorize you know like right. seven verses in a row mm -hmm. uh, by the end of the bible study so at some point hopefully we'll get there yeah um but even that that would be you know, a whole Bible study on only seven verses. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think by, so. then, by then you guys are going to have this whole thing mastered. I think you guys will be able to handle that beautifully um, mm -hmm. and cast that vision to your subscribers in a way that they'll understand. Um, Vera, you mentioned like one of the most fascinating things to me about, about you guys was, and, and I picked up on this and some of the things I was reading and looking at that you guys have done in the past. And you've already mentioned your um, background in really elite athletics. And, um, and for those who've never tried pole vault, I mean, it, like you've been through it, you know, you've been through the <laughs> ringer and like, I imagine even more than, more than most things, like for any high level athletics, but especially something like pole vault, the idea of having your mind fixed on something is of high value to you. So what was it about being like, I mean, an Olympic level, level athlete that taught you the importance of saying, um, what really came naturally to you is a biblical principle that does not come naturally to many is the idea of fixing my eyes on Jesus, fixing my eyes on his word and enveloping my mind around this. What was it about athletics that, that kind of made that an easy concept for, it might not have been easy for you at the time, but, but allowed you to kind of lead and shepherd in this ministry now. Um, honestly, it was working with a sports psychologist um, so when you are on a runway, okay. So for, for those who don't pole vault is the, the one where that you run with a giant yeah. pole yeah. and <laughs> they get, people get it confused with high jumping and you yeah. shove the pole into the ground and the pole bends this piece of fiberglass. It bends, you go upside down and you fling over an, another bar that you could try to clear yeah. and leave up. Um, and so we're talking uh, like, things are happening so fast. It's just, it's wild. And there's all these different elements and there's speed and there's strength and there's angles of, you know, jumping off and all of these things. Um, and really your mind is only capable of doing to, to really focus on two things in that time. If you're good, mm -hmm. most coaches who are elite coaches know that one, maybe like if you're super elite to, Maybe if you're like a ultra veteran with like total clarity, you might be able to have like a starting cue and then two more. And so working with a sports psychologist um, really helped me understand that like you want to fix all these things all the time because you're trying to be perfect and you're trying to like squeak out centimeters. Like when you're up at that level, you're not getting better by inches, you're getting better by centimeters. And so it's really easy to be like, well, if I just fix this and this and this and this, and they're like, did it? What's the most important thing to focus your mind on? If you do this one thing, well, it's going to impact all the things. So you get one thing. And so um, it was just such a, an easy, like, 
parallel to what we were going to do with dwell. It's like, listen, it's one thing, one verse, one word from God, one word from God is more powerful than a thousand words from anybody else. And um, I've talked about it on our podcast a little bit, but after, after I didn't make the Olympic team in 2016, I like had a really, really hard year, like really dark. And to be totally honest, like I, I put away all my books. I put away every devotional. I put away every um, good book, like my favorite authors. I was like, I don't even want to, I want to hear nothing other than the, than what God has for me because I was in such a dark place that even the good stuff wasn't good enough. I just needed his word. And, and really that is why it's one verse. It's why it's simple. We never want somebody to come to dwell and become a member and feel like overwhelmed by it. We want it to be something that it's like, listen, this one thing is so good for your soul and it's never going to make you feel like you're, you're not doing enough. Mm. This is like, this is a safe place to just come and just get a little bit. And a little bit is a lot. If you do this one thing, well, show up and know God's word. It's going, it's going to make everything fall into the right priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we have like this fascination. Um, and I don't know that it's an American church thing, but it, it's obviously present in the American church culture is that like, when I come to Jesus, like very quickly, things are going to fall into place. And, um, for those of us who've been following Jesus for quite a while, we might be tempted to like, look at our lives and go, why, why is this still not fixed? Why is this still not you know, why am I still struggling with this particular sin or this particular feeling and kind of what I'm hearing from you, Vera. And I would imagine, um, Natalie, this is, this is drenched all throughout the vision of dwell is that like, sometimes our frustrations with God and our relationship with Jesus is cause like we're expecting too much too quickly. Um, and kind of like that vision I hear from like, even the sports psychologist is like, if you just, if you just go to bed tonight, knowing you did one thing better. Like, even if you didn't see the result in the jump, like you just know you did it better. Um, Mm. Is that part of the culture that you guys are trying to, to get people to buy into is like, it's not about performance. It's not about success as much as it is knowing like today I devoted a little bit of time, maybe to, to just one thing that was better. Like, is that part of the, you know, cause you say like, we're the Twitter, Natalie, you say like, we're the Twitter <laughs> of, you know, is that really what's, it's not just that like, Hey, we had a great idea and we can, you know, get some subscribers and everything. It's like, yeah, you had a great idea, but really what people need to find out is like, some of us are just trying to do too much and mm. we need to slow down and just, just do this one thing. Natalie, has that been a part of of really everything you guys are kind of trying to do um, and and have your subscribers, the people who've, who've been a part of it and your followers on Instagram, do they sometimes get frustrated with that? Um, The idea like Mm -hmm. that, just like, no, but like we want it, you know, yeah, we heard you say on the podcast, you're going to do a devotional, do the devotional because we want more. And you guys are like, just keep internalizing the word of God one at a time. (laughs) Yes, for sure. We do get a lot of people who want more, uh, just more, 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 you know, we could, we could give them a ton of things and they would want all the things. Um, but I would say like our commitment and our vision for dwell is 
to connect people with God on a very mm-hmm. real level um, and to do what we're doing well. So I feel like what we're doing with Dwell when we pick one verse a month, we're really committed to it. We're committed to making sure that on our podcast, we have somebody mm-hmm. who really can speak into that particular topic. Um, and then throughout the month, we're really diving deep into those things. Um, so we do a deep dive definitely, um, with the topic at hand. Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say that we're definitely not going to give you all the things, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like that, our goal isn't that this month they're going to learn this and this and this and this. Our hope is, you know, if we're dwelling on rest this month, Mm -hmm. if we're, if our verses come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus makes that promise. We're hoping not only at the end of the month, you have that memorized, you've got those words in your head, but that somehow your life looks more restful Mm -hmm. that your soul is finding rest in jesus Mm -hmm. and that somehow memorizing this verse has helped you develop a pattern or even just taken a couple steps towards having more rest in your life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so that's our goal our goal isn't let's you know let's have all the things and a list you know like we don't want to be on your to-do list and if at some point you know if you're a member and you love it and you were memorizing verses and now, yeah. you know, you're not doing that. You're doing something else. Then just, you know, cancel your membership or pause your membership or whatever. Cause we don't want to, sure. we don't want you to feel the burden of that yellow envelope coming in your mail and being like, ah, I never get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, what we want to do is we want to impact your life for good for Jesus with his word. And we really just believe that like, that's mm. what we are all about. And if yeah. we can do that, just as little or as much as many or as few people can join us on that mm-hmm. process. Like that's what Vera and I are doing. Like mm-hmm. we're just taking our own spiritual journey and sort of yeah. um, putting it on display or yeah. making it evident to other people. Like this is how we do it. And we, we fail all the time and we're busy just like you. Um, but we just want to make God's word more mm-hmm. accessible for people yeah. so that when they come to it, it isn't a burden and it's something that's actually benefiting them yeah. and changing their yeah. lives. The other thing too, Jeremy, is we want it to be smart. So <clears throat> the the whole idea behind the design, because we could just put the words out there or the letters yeah. out there, but we want something that's actually sticky. Like we want something that is three years from now, I hope that I have last month's verse still in my brain mm-hmm. so that if I'm in this moment where I'm, I'm having issues of feeling timid, I can pull up in my category of verses in my brain and images yeah. and recall that for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power yeah. and, and self-discipline. Mm-hmm. So like that verse we designed for August in, in 2021, and it was a mountain. And the whole idea behind dwell is these images, the way our brains work, mm-hmm. the letters with the image makes it stickier in your memory. And mm-hmm. the podcast where you heard that really interesting interview makes that verse stickier in mm-hmm. your brain. And so like, we want, we want God's word to be st- sticky yeah. in your head. <laughs> So that you can recall it. And I mean, it's unbelievable the things that come to the surface of my mind when I'm in a situation and all of a sudden I have scripture pop into my brain 
And because I do, do, you know, the majority of the design work, um, the images are there with it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so that's, that's really what we want to do. It's like, man, let's just get this word in there, in these people, in yeah. our, our own heads, because that's what I want coming out of my mouth. It's what I want my thoughts to be circulating around. It's mm-hmm. what I want dictating my emotions. Yeah. Um, I feel out of control. It's how I want to parent my kids. And so the more and more I can have the actual word of God in me, the, the it's, it's bringing life to me. It's mm-hmm. that's what it is. You know? Yeah. yeah. I was in a, in a sort of like a, drive-by counseling situation yesterday at church. And I was just giving some brief advice to this young lady who goes to our church and like what you just described was happening, like verses were coming to my mind. And I was Mm -hmm. able to just speak that over her as opposed to just giving my, you know, human reasoning alone. And um, she actually paused and she said, thanks for sharing scripture with me. And, you know, it was like, she had recognized like that was different in value than maybe my own human wisdom. And obviously that's that, that, that ethos is, is a big part of why you guys do what you do. What were the experiences in each of y'all's lives that, that led you to realize it's not just like, Oh, I really like memorizing scripture. It's you guys had to have had various experiences and, and kind of come to the conclusion. It's like, no, this is a life changing thing. The, mm-hmm. not just the memorization, but the internalization, the, the making it part of the way I view the world. Um, I guess we'll just start with Natalie. um, But like, what, what were some of those things that got you to that point where you were like, no, this is something worth Mm -hmm. investing my life into. Um, Yeah. So I became a Christian when I was in college and it was kind of in a weird way. I had a great grandma give me a Bible when I graduated from high school and I was an English major. And so I love words Mm. and I was like, well, this is like, the most the most popular best selling book of all time. <laughs> yeah. I should totally read this. Right. Um. But but you're right when you said um like the gal that you drive by counseled yesterday. Yeah. Um. There's something different about God's word. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was reading all these religious texts because I was just trying to like figure out, oh, is there a God or not? I don't know. Well, I'll just keep reading all these different things. But God's word was totally different. And I can look back like when I read my Bible, there are specific verses. I know this is like this sometimes for people when they have like hymns or songs or whatever, like, Oh, I remember when God used that in my life. Like there are specific verses that are times in my life where I'm like, man, Psalm 16, one was this specific time that happened 12 years Mm -hmm. ago. And I could just, I just, anytime I read it, I go right back there and I'm like, man, God was so faithful in that moment. Um, and so for whatever reason, whenever I first became a Christian, God's word was just essential to me. Um, kind of like Vera said, where she went through a dark season. I went through a season of like, I don't have any friends cause I'm the only Christian I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and I read the Bible, like it was, you know, my sustenance, my, my, mm-hmm. you know, I was just kind of a, a weird kid for a little while there still am, but, um, Anyway, I still look, though, at God's word as being um, just such a, a, it's such light and life to me. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I guess that's that's where I would go with that. Mm. That answer yeah. is just, yeah. you know, I can't I don't I can't live without it. And yeah. so it's it, ever since I became a believer, it's it has been the thing for me. So, yeah. Yeah. Vera, what about you? Oh, man. 
I just love it. I just love it. <laughs> um, I'm like, every time, every time we have a podcast, by the way, and I'll say whatever the verse is for the month, I'll be like, Vera, what do you think about that? Every single time she says, so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Every it's time. So good. Yeah. I mean, I really feel that way. Like I just love his word and I want everybody to have it. Mm. I'm like, man, let me just tell you like, oh, like just, just read his word and just sit down and just like there's so much and I think of it's the same as Natalie like there's just been so many times in my life where I don't know what to do I literally am at my rope's end or a friend is at their rope's end or whatever and I go to the word and it is unbelievable the number of times that he has shown me the exact way or confirmed something or given clarity. I mean, every time Mm -hmm. and every time it happens, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did it again. Here it is. (laughs) This is the truth. And, um, so for me, um, I'm a very, like, I'm, I'm very much, I want to do what is right. I want to, um, follow God with my whole heart and his book helps me do that. And it also in those moments when I fail, it speaks love over me. Um, and so, yeah, his word is just, I think even since the time I was a kid, Natalie was the one that actually led me to Jesus when I was like eight, she came home from college and was like, let me tell you about Jesus. Um, and it was, I still remember I struggled after accepting Christ. I didn't know if I was actually saved because I was a kid yeah, and I was yeah. scared at night, you know? Um, and the scripture that always came back to me, um, or I just remember being scared one night, opening my Bible and reading about, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, then you can move these mountains. Um, and I remember thinking, why well, I, I can do the mustard seed thing. Yeah. Like I can do that little thing. And if I can move mountains, then, then I can do anything. And so, um, I think about that all the time, like how kind God was to this tiny little eight-year-old hmm. who you know doesn't even know long division and yet is <laughs> spiritual things that are going to, that changed my eternity. Wow. Um, and so I just, I love it so much and I want everybody to value it and just, just, see for themselves what it, what it means. Yeah. Yeah. See what I like about you guys so much is that like, A, as we've already talked about, like you guys are just kind of like, we're going to do this one thing and we're going to be really great at it. Um, And eventually we'll do other things, but we're first going to be great at this one thing. But it's amazing too, because, and I'm sure you guys realize this, but you, you've said it in a, in, in almost like a roundabout way. And you just demonstrated it beautifully. It's like, nothing else that you could do could impact the generations quite as much as what you're doing. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are, you know, mothers and fathers who are wearing those tattoos who their kids are like, what is that? And, and I'm, and I'm sure, you know, um, that that has to be at least part of the drive is that the idea is just like nothing, like no sermon, no podcast, nothing else really. I mean, none of the great things that we do, could be as fruitful as this. Um, what have been, I mean, have there been any stories from subscribers that stand out to you as kind of in those dark days where you're just like, I need a reminder of like why we're even doing this. Um, (laughs) um, has anybody reached out and shared particularly like joyful experiences that they've had from 
the tattoos and the bracelets and and so on. I had a, a woman, um, it was probably almost a year ago, but she went through every verse mm. and said how it had impacted that specific month in her life. And she was like, and this was the month that I found out that my dad had cancer. And this is the month that this happened. And I mean, like some really hard things that she went through. And it was like, I mean, to me, that was just such a confirmation of like, when we picked those verses, they, they're picked like a year in advance. Yeah. We have our, that is not our, that is not our handiwork, figuring out how God is going to use those verses in your life. But when people respond and say, this verse was so perfect and this is why. And that to me is an af- it's just, it's just God saying like my word, it is powerful and it, and it does not return without bearing fruit in people's lives. And so it's just like, man, when I hear those stories and, and sometimes Vera and I will be like, what are we doing? We're so exhausted, you know, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, we need to go read the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys have incredible oh. reviews. Like when I, when I was looking at the website, I was like, man, like, that's why I was just like, I wonder if they even realize, cause I, it's like, we get, we all get so tied up in ministry that we kind of sometimes fail to stop and just reflect on. It's like, oh man, like how crazy is this, that God's using us for one and two, he's doing it through temporary tattoos, you no, know, no. he's doing it through, you know, a podcast that we're recording on zoom. You know, it's like, we're so crazy lucky to be used in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, Vera, is there anything like for you as, as you've looked past over the, even the last few years that you guys have really been just hitting home runs with this, any particularly encouraging thing that comes out as you think about that time? Oh man, there's a thousand stories. Um, and it's not us. It's, it's just, that's yeah. the power of God's word, but, mm-hmm. um, y- the children memorizing. Yeah. And also when we get um, the, the emails about, like, I just remember I had a friend who was like, Hey, try this out. Right. When we started, like, you should try it. Just let me know how it goes. You know, she's a young life leader. So if you know anything about young life, like that's like their thing is like just being weird and Mm -hmm. talking to anybody about (laughs) Jesus. And she told me, she's like, yeah, it's, you know, like, it's easy to share with kids and that kind of thing. But, you know, I'm a grad student and I have not shared anything about my, like really deeply with my peers. It's a little bit different with my peers, but I, um, had the tattoos on and I had these amazing conversations with my friends that were my peers that I wouldn't have otherwise had. And so I think that that is just such a bonus to me because like, it's also true that God's word is great and everything, but if it doesn't do something, then what's yeah. the point? Right. You know, it's it's like, okay, well, yes, we need to know God's word, but if it's not causing us to go make disciples, then yeah, we're just another resounding gong. Like, and who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I hear those stories too of like, oh my gosh, my little boy, he had the tattoo on and he shared with the dentist who was cleaning yeah. his teeth what his tattoo wow. meant. And he did yeah. it with such courage and boldness because it was easy. Um, that's when I'm just like, man, that's just, we could have never imagined that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I mean, it, it, it is one of those things where it's like, I'm sure there was at least a couple conversations at the beginning where you guys might've looked at each other and said like, really? Like, is this, like, <laughs> you know, um, but I mean, whatever leap of faith you guys took, it, it was completely worth it in my, in my book. Um, the question I've been dying to ask 
ever since I think I ever even discovered you guys um, through, you know, my wife getting these packages and seeing them on social media is um, has anybody actually gotten a permanent tattoo replicating the temporary tattoos yet? For sure. That's awesome. Yes. We get that request a lot, actually. (laughs) They're like, do you mind? And we're like, go for it. Yes. Well, they're worried about like copyright or something like, I guess. I don't know. know. (laughs) They're like, do, do I need to pay you for this? Do I like, I'll pay for it. I'm like, go for it. Get it. That's awesome. So in, in, so in, in Vera, you're designing these. So like, Mm -hmm. has that kind of messed with you yet? You're like, huh? I wasn't ready for for this to be like I'm designing tattoos that are going to be on people forever. You should put that on your resume, Vera. You're a tattoo Maybe artist. I'm not. I didn't tattoo. even know that. I, I have told people I'm a temporary tattoo artist before. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I never. Again, I never thought. I mean, That's I awesome. think they're cool. That's the that thing. Is, I'm like, yeah. I Natalie's like, I always kind of like at the beginning she was a little bit sketchy on it, but I've always been like, man, this is the bomb. Like. <laughs> I want the tattoo. Like, sure, yeah. somebody else is gonna want it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just yeah. It, sometimes I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this. So we look yeah. up and this is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Best it is job a, ever. I, I I I tend to agree with you. I think you guys have nailed it. Um, that you guys have a pretty amazing thing, and it's been cool to see um how it's grown, and it's obvious that it's only going to continue to grow. Um, for listeners who you know are un- uninitiated to this point, if you haven't already. Um, like, please go check out the dual differently website. All that information is in the show notes for this episode. Um, please go like venture to see if you can make being a subscriber work. And if you're not sure, like do what I've done, like write the letters, just start off with just writing it with a ballpoint pen and see the amazing conversations that you have in line at the grocery store and, uh, and whatnot. Um, ladies, I, I really am. I'm a big fan of yours and it's been amazing to be able to have this conversation with you. My prayer not just for the subscribers and followers that you guys have, but also for listeners of this show is that it might provoke them to a a greater and deeper love for the word of God and thereby Mm -hmm. a greater and deeper love for the one who wrote it. And so uh, genuinely from the bottom of my heart, like, thank you for what you guys do. I really do think it's kind of world changing and it's um, I think it's going to impact generations after we're gone um, Mm -hmm. of our children and our children's children who might have internalized the word of God because someone wore a temporary tattoo. It's amazing. I mean, it's really incredible, honestly, it kind of Bruce Wing tears to my eyes. And so, um, so to both of you, Vera and Natalie, thank you so much for what you guys do. And thank you so much for making time to be on the show. Hopefully we'll be able to do it again some other time in the, in the future. Thank yeah, you so much, Jeremy. Fabulous.